And once again, we welcome you to the Integra Law Show. We are now joined by family law attorney Haley Dickey. And Haley, it looks like you have a special guest today. Hi, Brian. Today I am here with Andy Org. He is a mortgage professional at Diversified Financial Services, and we are so excited to have him here with us on the show. Thanks for being here, Andy. Hey, thank you. Happy to uh, have a little conversation with you. Yeah, I, I want to jump right in. This is a topic that I'm extremely interested in. Um, I was telling Andy a little bit off the air that, you know, I, this is, there is a lot of value in understanding how mortgages work, how understanding loaning and qualifying for loans works. And I think that a lot of people are in a position right now where they're either looking to buy or refinance. And this is just really valuable information. So thanks again for being here, Andy. Um, let's jump right in. So I want to know how somebody that doesn't have a work history is able to qualify for a loan. And, and let's kind of specifically put that in the context of a divorce. So maybe, you know, the, the two parties, um, there has been one person that maybe has been working outside of the home, has a really clear work history, a uh, strong work history. And then there's another partner that maybe has, has been in the home. Um, maybe there's some children that they've been raising, but has not for whatever reason been working or had a work history for, for a while. Um, what are their options when they're looking to either qualify for a loan or refinance their home? Yeah, great question. Because, you know, here it's one of the things that we get asked more than any other question probably is, how am I going to afford the house? And so with this question coming up, uh, especially in a divorce situation, there really is two options. Um, the first option that we explain to a customer would be that they can, one, provide proof of their work history, right? They maybe have a job and that person who has a job uh, can obtain a loan very easy because they're able to repay it and qualify with their current debt ratio. Somebody who maybe uh, doesn't have a job does have the option to go obtain a job. So they go out, they get a new job and we can qualify them based off of their new income. Now that job can't be a part-time job, it would have to be a full-time job with either a salary or an hourly rate that we could calculate their income and that person would qualify. However, the second uh, piece of that puzzle is really somebody in a divorce situation uh, that's going to be receiving money uh, from either child support or alimony. And so when that does happen, uh, that is income and that income does qualify for a mortgage loan. So we're able to take that income whatever it may be, and use that to help the party, the spouse, the, the customer qualify for that refinance or the purchase of a new home, um, whatever the situation. Um, that's how it works. So, and tell me a little bit more in terms of, so these, there's these two options. Um, one is documented two years of work. So, and that can be for over a long period of time, but just any place that you can look to where they have some sort of work history. That's right. So a standard mortgage loan application and to qualify for a mortgage loan application or a mortgage loan, you need to document a two-year work history. Um, so obviously uh, for somebody who's been in their job a long time, piece of cake, 
They've been there for two years, not a problem. For somebody who's just starting a new job to get to get going into the workforce, um, we can document the job they currently have, and then we can search back in their history for a job that they've had to document that two years. So maybe uh, you know it was some kind of part-time job uh, helping a neighbor. Maybe it was um, a cook at a restaurant. Maybe you know there's all these other jobs in the past of that person's history within the last ten years. They probably could tell us that they've worked for, uh, you know, this two-year history, it does have to be documented. So, as long as we can document that history, not a problem, they would qualify. That is really interesting. And then based on, so let's talk about the alimony, the second option, the alimony and child support. Um, say, you know, that they will be receiving award. Could a potential client come to you and ask, how much do I need to make to qualify for X amount? Is that, is that a calculation that you would be able to, to work with them on? Yeah, so uh, we definitely can let them know uh, where the parameters lie, uh, the qualifications are. For example, uh, qualifying for a mortgage loan, a debt ratio needs to be below 50% and take a look at their uh, assets, their liabilities, et cetera. Um, to tell them specific dollar amounts, uh, it, it is against the, the rules, so to speak, on a mortgage professional side. So I can't tell them that you need to go get, you know, X amount, but we definitely can tell them and share with them where their debt ratio currently is, uh, you know, where it needs to be, et cetera. And they can, you know, read between the lines. Um, but we're not here to give them specific information on, on the amount. Uh, what we do want to let them know is, what the qualifications would be. Um, most importantly is, you know, how to maybe structure their debt, uh, how to maybe, you know, maybe pay off a car, um, you know, put a car in somebody else's name so they can qualify, pay down a credit card um, and things like that. Okay. So usually the strategy or the approach would be minimize your debt to be able to qualify for more. Yeah, correct. You know, and one thing that's pretty amazing right now um, is just simply interest rates. You know, interest rates are at a historic low. And the cool thing about this is in restructuring a customer's uh, potential debt is taking not only their house, if they're looking to stay in the house and minimize their monthly payment and qualify, they have the option to maybe pay off a car, maybe pay off some of their debt. And in a divorce situation, usually pay their their spouse, uh, maybe the equity in the home. And you know, what I've seen recently uh, this year is their monthly payments actually go down. Uh, you know, a lot of customers have a interest rate in the fours or maybe some in the 5% rate. They've been paying on this mortgage for a while. They decide to go through a divorce. Uh, well, unfortunately, you know, whatever the consequences there are, we're able to give them the money they need and lower their actual monthly mortgage payment. Pretty cool. Yeah, that is really cool. That is a huge value. And I've actually seen that as well <laughs> with my clients is sometimes, you know, they, they are refinancing the home, paying out the other party, their half of the equity or their portion of the equity, and then still getting a better monthly payment. So it it is a great time to own a home. Yeah. <laughs> Restructuring. It's been some good equity, um, a good good opportunity for sure. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, before, so we had actually been talking, and I know we're going to be coming up on a break here, but before we uh, were chatting a little bit before the show, 
Andy had indicated that he can kind of tell <laughs> which divorce attorneys have more experience and which ones have a little bit of less experience based on the decrees of divorce. And I was kind of interested, what, what, what indicators do you see that sort of indicate to you that this is a good decree or a bad decree? What things should well, people be looking out for? Yeah, good question. I'm by all means not in your shoes and definitely not here to give advice on that piece. But one thing I can definitely see is um, somebody that's looking out for both parties. You know, somebody that's looking out for somebody who, you know, maybe doesn't have the income, who really needs to stay in the house, um, who, who wants to raise the kids. Uh, you know, I see an opportunity there for somebody in your profession to, you know, give them that income. Uh, as we talked about qualifying for the mortgage, uh, they are able to qualify with additional income, whether it be child support or alimony. Uh, you know, I've seen some where there's a, spe a specific time frame, two years, five years, 10 years, regardless of the age of the kid, um, also including, you know, whether they move or get married, those kind of things. And so I think what I see when I talk about uh, you know, maybe a better decree versus a worse decree is somebody that's actually looking out for both parties, able to show them the income, structure the assets in a way where both parties are a win. And it doesn't really lean towards or favor one particular person. Yeah, definitely. I think, and, and we are coming up on a break, but just a little note on that. I, I absolutely, I mean, a lot of times I think that we're in a mediation and and either our clients are going to agree or they're going to disagree about what the best income looks like or what the best outcome looks like. And I agree with you. I think that those outcomes where both parties are really being put in a financial position to allow them to progress, you know, separately later on in their life um, is always the most beneficial. But I also think attorneys are, are looking for the win <laughs> and clients are looking for the win in these divorce situations, whatever, you know, quote unquote winning means. Um, in their context, but I, I absolutely think that, <laughs> that unfortunately, I think the, the win or the, the looking for the fight or trying to engage in that fight really disallows parties to, to come to the best possible agreement for both, for both of them. And yeah, that, I think that is the nasty kind of side of divorce. Um, so we, we are going on break. We'll talk a little bit more with Andy about how, sort of how potential clients and customers can utilize his services. So we'll talk about that more when we get back. credit card bills have gotten out of hand and you care about your credit, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 6 million people with credit card debt. Without destroying your credit, they can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. The program works. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-406-0046. 800 406 
800-406-0046. That's 800-406-0046. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services, Inc., 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation, Maryland DM 1492, Oregon DM 80092. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation, Commission License Number DC 83. Service may adversely affect the individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action, not a loan company. The healthcare enrollment period has just ended. Did you miss it? Don't go a whole year without having a healthcare program. Sign up for Liberty HealthShare today. As a Christian healthcare sharing ministry, they are not insurance. So you can still sign up. There's no open enrollment period. You can sign up now and you can pick the program of your choice. You get to select your doctors and your hospital. They have programs for single individuals, for couples and families. Best of all, there are no contracts. And plans start at only $199 per month. Go to libertyhealthshare.org backslash Joe Carey. That's libertyhealthshare.org backslash Joe Carey, K-E-R-R-Y. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. If you haven't switched to Pure Talk USA, you're probably paying too much for your cell service. Pure Talk covers 99% of the country, and plans start at just $20 per line with no contract and a one-month risk-free guarantee. You've got nothing to lose. You can even keep your phone and your number. Get 50% off your first month when you call now. Just go to puretalkusa.com and enter promo code HALFOFF. That's puretalkusa.com, promo code HALFOFF. Once again, we are back, and this is the Integra Law Legal Show with family law attorney Haley Dickey and her guest, mortgage professional, Andy Orge. Yeah, so before the break, we were talking with Andy about really the two different ways that you can qualify for a loan if maybe you haven't been working, um, you don't have a direct work history. And, and that kind of led to some interesting conversations about how people can really come together and work together to structure their finances in a way that can, can allow both parties to financially move forward after a divorce um, and maybe both be able to, to continue to live um, or to own real property. Uh, and now I, I want to talk a little bit about the second option, which was that somebody can qualify based off of their receipt of alimony and child support, that those two sources count as income for the purpose of qualifying for a loan. And that, that that's something that really, that we need to be aware of in, in the divorce profession. Um, he mentioned a, a rule that I, that I kind of want to bring up and highlight. And then I'd like to go into a hypothetical situation and talk about a hypothetical client. Um, so tell us again that that second way that people can qualify for a loan if they they have don't have a direct work history. 
Yeah, uh, this comes up a lot, right? So um, the spouse maybe uh, being a stay-at-home mom uh, doesn't have any work history. And so option two would be for her to qualify to either stay in the home or purchase a new house. And she can do that or he can do that uh, by proving receipt of alimony and or child support. Uh, a combination of the two, one or the other, whatever it may be. Um, the rule that we're talking about there uh, is the three years continuance. So Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, the mortgage world uh, that we live in, we are uh, regulated heavily and there's certain rules that go into qualifying for a mortgage loan. One of that is the continuance of income. So as long as the child support or the alimony is gonna continue for the next three years, we can utilize 100% of that income. Um, and, and the one piece I bring up the three years for is because a lot of times we'll see somebody that's, you know, has a kid that's 17 years old, they're receiving this child support, and within one year that child support goes away. And so that's something that we can't use. So again, that three years continuance is pretty important because uh, we want to utilize the money to be able to qualify them uh, for the purchase or refinance of their house. So tell me too, I know that there's some, some debt rules that they have to, to be, to abide by, to be able to qualify. Um, so in addition to sort of this three years of continue, the continual income from the support, um, what does their debt ratio need to look like? Yeah, good question. So the debt ratio usually needs to be below 50%. So 50% of that gross income or less will qualify an individual for a refinance or a purchase of a home. And um, one of the things that we look at is not only just qualifying them to simply refinance or to buy the new house, but if there is an opportunity for that refinance to go through and lower that debt ratio, uh, put the customer in a better situation, right? So uh, what I mean specifically is, you know, paying off that car, paying off uh, maybe a student loan, maybe a credit card bills, et cetera. Uh, by doing that and lowering their overall debt ratio, that happens quite frequently and we're able to save them a lot of money. Okay, that's really interesting. Um, what about somebody that maybe doesn't have any ability to make a down payment? So they, they come out of the divorce, um, they want to be able to, to get into a new home, maybe they have some alimony and child support coming in, their debt ratio is, is spot on, they don't have any liquid assets, they don't have any money to put down. What kind of options do they have? Sure. So uh, a general rule of thumb for most Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, conventional mortgage loans that we know about, uh, 3% is the rule. So the 3% down payment is the traditional rule. And that's typically where we fall back on is trying to find a way for them to come up with this 3% down money, whether it be from the divorce, through the divorce, maybe it's a family member that's gifting them the money so they can get back on their feet again. Um, you know, 3% of a purchase is typically not a whole lot of money, but I know it is hard to come by. If that's not an option, um, the only other items that are maybe available to that person would be to buy a home uh, in a rural area and take advantage of 100% financing. A USDA loan is, is a great option. Um, there's also different cities and counties allow some grant money that's out there um, so they can take advantage of the grant money. Uh, that does usually take some qualifying steps and procedures to go through to get that grant and it has to be available and in place, etc. So that is an, also an option. Uh, and last but not least is a, is a Utah housing option um, that again, maybe not the 
best option, but it's available to them um, if they don't have any way of coming up with a down payment. And so if, if a potential client were to come to you and sort of give you their financial history and options, would you be able to say, give them sort of where they're looking to buy their county if there's grant money available, would that be something that you would help them utilize? Is that something that they could, you know, apply for through your services or is that something that they would do before they come to you? Nope, absolutely. We, we love to talk with a customer and give them every option that's available to them. So whether it be, you know, buying or refinancing, we're going to let them know uh, what's required, um, the turn times, the, the speed, you know, of which what it takes from start to finish. Um, willing to meet with them, you know, at their house, our office, wherever they feel comfortable. So they understand the mortgage process in and out. Uh, we really want to give them every avenue available, um, letting them know that, you know, we are flexible and we, we want them to understand so they can make the best decision because uh, it's an important one, uh, where they move, what they buy, what, how they refinance, et cetera. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, I'd really like to go through maybe a hypothetical client if we could. Um, Let's do it. So this is, I, I just have found, so, and I tell my clients this all the time, though, I will say that the Supreme Court just ruled on a case that the Utah Supreme Court um, ruled on an alimony case that kind of threw a curveball into all of our, our understanding and practice in alimony. So all the judges, all the practitioners were all kind of trying to figure out what to do with this new rule. But uh, prior to that, I would say that alimony was becoming a little bit antiquated. That before when people would maybe um, qualify for, for really big and long alimony um, awards and terms, um, that that has been, you know, the courts are awarding them for less, for shorter terms and for less amounts. Um, that where... They used to more do an income equalization, trying to make the parties sort of equal about what kind of money's coming in. Now they're kind of looking at a needs-based analysis, how much do the parties actually need, and not necessarily to be able to continue living um, the same standard of life that they were living at the time of the marriage. So it, I, I think the alimony's kind of changed over the years a little bit. Those awards have, have um, gotten less and less uh, from, from my experience. And... I am I'm really interested in, in what it looks like to be able to, to have somebody be able to um, be qualified for a new loan or a refinance that maybe doesn't, isn't getting a huge award, um, but maybe is also supplementing with some income. So with my potential client, let's say that they are making, let's do minimum wage full-time. So $1,257. And then also is receiving an additional, uh, let's say, $500 total support. And they, oh. they're, not, they're, they're not bringing any debt. Uh, the, the, the opposing party is taking all of the debt. So they're coming in debt-free, but this is their income. So they're making um, $17.57 per month. Okay. What, what do they, is, can they qualify for anything? What kind of options would that look like? Obviously with the 3% traditional loan. Yeah. Great question. So, uh, 
Actually, yeah, they could qualify, right? So they definitely can qualify for a house, um, whether it be the refinance or the purchase um, based off of that income that we just went over. So um, I wanna maybe give quick scenarios on both sides, right? The first option would be the refinance. Um, the refinance, you know, when you do a, a refinance, you don't have to necessarily get hit by taking cash out. Um, so you, they could refinance, they could lower their bills, take advantage of the lower rate to lower their monthly outgo so their debt ratio would qualify. And what I mean by that is 50% or less. So simply taking the $1,700 a month, dividing it by two comes out with $878. So their monthly mortgage payment would need to be below 878 to qualify for the refinance. The same thing on the purchase, buying a house, whether whatever it may be, their monthly payment on the purchase would just need to be below that 878 and they would qualify. In the state of Utah, prices are going up, homes are hard to find, but if they did find the right place, it is possible. Hey, Andy, you have been so great. We have loved having you on the show. Um, again, this is Andy Org. He is a mortgage professional with Diversified Financial Services, and we would love to have on the show again, Andy. It has been a pleasure talking to you. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks.